Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everyone, welcome back to part two of Private Parts. Um, oh, are you are you a people person? Are you, are you a people pleaser or no? I, I think so. Really? I mean, I, I'm a comedian. I want I want everyone in the That's audience the to ultimate. like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want a everyone to have a nice time. Comedian. You're you're oh, one of the funniest. Honestly, you tr- and, and not just because you're here. You Thank truly, you. truly are. And as I said it before, the episode that you came on is still one of my favorite. That's really sweet. And I I think I think with you okay, I think with you, which is which is I hope is a compliment. Is when people come on this podcast, I sort of have to think, or Alex has to think, we have to think, okay, what are we going to talk about? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? We have to, but with you, for some reason, I don't know why, we can just sort of, I can just sit and just chat. Guys, which is this true. is too sweet. But, but it's true. And, and maybe that's, I don't know, the aura that you give or something, which is a, which is a, which is a, a great thing. And that's why with your Edinburgh show coming up, I'm, and I think I'm hopefully going to go up there. I really want to. Come watch you. Can you tell oh. us a little I, bit about it? I want to come because I've never been. Oh my God, it's you have so to come to Edinburgh. Fun. It's paint, so, so paint much Paint the fun. picture. I want to hear. Yeah, paint. What is Edinburgh like as what a comedian? What goes on? Okay, so <laughs> imagine a city that's open 24 hours a day. Oh, <laughs> Unlike Vegas. other cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Are there casinos? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. 24 hours. Uh, there's, shows, there's shows in every nook and cranny of the city, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, we're not just talking venues. We're talking like every basement, bar, attic, kitchen, toilet, really? ha- a broom closet has a show in it. There's like a clown there at 2 a.m. doing some weird shit, right? It's like relentless laughter all everywhere you look. the time. All <laughs> the oh my time. God. But it's not, only, it's, it's, it's not only comedy. It's like theater and musicals and dance and all this stuff. And it's the, I mean... The locals of Edinburgh either hate it because their population doubles overnight for a month or they love it because they're obviously getting so much rent money. It's crazy. Yeah, they're, putting their, they're, they're putting their apartment on Airbnb <laughs> and sleeping in a like, field. They're, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, they are. they're like moving to Glasgow for a month and commuting from there. Because honestly, uh, if, if you are the biggest laugh you'll get about the Edinburgh Fringe is if you go on any of the property rental websites and being like, oh, this this flat has uh, like a 15 people capacity. And then you'll see like you will see bunk beds in a kitchen. Kitchen. <laughs> like easily <laughs> easily i i remember um a, a friend of mine misread a listing and instead of beds it said sleeping areas and uh, <laughs> oh, let me tell you yeah. ever slept on an uh, oven before <laughs> wow so wh- when was your first ever edinburgh uh, so the first one i ever went to was 2015 I was yeah. there for a week and I just could not believe that it was a real place. It was like Disneyland. It's amazing. Because like most shows are free uh, yeah. or donation based and you just, you just walk in and you take a chance. And mm. the, because like the cost is so low, you're happy to take a chance so, on random. So have you got like comedians from like the top guys all the yeah. way down to just like yeah. starting out? Dude, okay. it's everyone. It's, 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 and also the great thing about, um, anyway, it's slightly changed, I would say now in my naivety, but it's where the likes of, you know, I mean, Coogan and... Um, that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> but Eddie, Eddie is on. You, you, like, you, you know, and, uh, so Steve good Coogan and, uh, <laughs> and people like yeah. um, the guy who played Partridge. And <laughs> 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 it's, it's so, there's something called the Perrier Award. Yeah. 
which is best new coming or best act. Is that sponsored best... by Laurent Perrier, the sparkling water? I th- it used to be. It used to be, oh, yeah. Okay. And then they changed it to like that. It's, it had a fa- it was called a Foster's because Foster's beer sponsored it, uh, then Dave sponsored it. But it's the Edinburgh it's, Comedy Awards. It's basically Award. the sellout um, awards. We'll take no, but, money. No, yeah. but notoriously with it is like okay. Uh, one of the most recent one is Rose Matafeo. Uh, she won it. She is killing it. Yeah, and she is awesome. She's like, great. She's great. You know, and and so you know, it, it's this place in Edinburgh where. And I, I've been to, I've been to Edinburgh a few times and I actually performed with the podcast once with Francis. We went up did there. You? Yeah, 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 we did. And we did yeah. the, um, it's called the Adderbelly. We did that. Oh, and yeah. it was the scariest thing I've ever done still to this day, I think. But it's incredible. Did you but, have fun though? Oh my God. I had a freaking blast because everyone is there for one reason to really engage in art and experience comedy or theater or, or whatever. And, and you can be anyone you want to be. And no one cares. And everyone is hustling in, in a great way. So you're walking around, you're drinking, you're eating, you're watching shows, you're experiencing. It's just entertainment the entire time. And you find some fucking funny. I went to Alfie Brown. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's great. He's oh amazing. Oh, my yeah, yeah, yeah. God. And, and I'm going to murder it. But his show was he's a comedian. His show was all based around a moment where you saw a woman having a heart attack uh, and falling on the floor. And his whole mind process around that moment it's honestly <laughs> so good so what is your show about uh so my show now is called just friends yeah um and it's about it's very it, it has a lot to do with like being bisexual and sex as a bisexual woman but also i think just like the way that i would say is like in the early 2000s i remember growing up and having this promise of this like independent woman part two destiny's child being like being <laughs> sold to you as like from like by samantha jones or mm. like courtney love or gwen stefani or whatever and then not being like whenever you actually tried to live it out that like that wouldn't be perceived the same way mm. can you break that down a little so bit? for example like you would watch samantha jones on sex and city I, and I remember idolizing her and being like oh my god she's having all this casual sex and she's absolutely killing it and then i remember going to university and like having some casual sex and like the amount of level of like slut shaming yeah. around it was wow. insane and i was like wait a second this is not this is not how samantha jones lived <laughs> and so this like the conflict of trying to do these like independent woman things but then in real life them not reading as such and i think it's getting better now and i think like that the promise that like still living living life with that with that promise and hoping that it will be perceived the way that um it was promised to me to be perceived if that makes sense so you want to be able to do this samantha jones without people like shaming not yet so i want to do i want to do the thing but i also want it to be perceived the same way that it happened when samantha jones did it does that make sense i want to be stifler's mom that's what what i want oh yeah that's my dream in life that is a great reference (laughs) but that's quite a hard that's quite a tricky thing to break down right because yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, I remember at university and before I was younger, and again, not so much now, but if uh, we, it's a, it's a typical thing, guys can go and sleep with a lot of yep. different people and you're called a player, girls can have casual sex and they're called sluts. Yeah. But I, also I think, it, I, I don't think it's just sex. I think it's like when I, when a man pays for something that's like, I mean, romantic or whatever, or he's, he's taking control. Mm. Whereas if a woman pays for something, it's like, oh, she's being used. Do you know what I mean? Or it's like, if a man proposes to a woman, then that's, that's romance and love. If a woman proposes to a man, she's desperate to get married. Yeah. Or she's Mm. too dominating. Exactly. And so all of these, like, it's so much more than that. It's like being forward and being like, Hey, do you want to go on a date with a woman? It's like so desperate. And like, 
And then with a man, it's really sort of forward and cool and confident. So I, all of these things, and I feel like I've always been drawn to doing the dominant thing and I've never had it perceived the way that I want it to be perceived. Mm. Oh my God. That's quite demoralizing. Yeah. And you, and you keep like seeing Stifler's mom and be like, why is it cool when she drinks whiskey? <laughs> but why is, why is that cool? Why does it work in her? And, and, and forget the fact that it's a movie and she's playing a character. Yeah. Let's take that aside. Yeah, we have to remember it's a movie. Yeah, remember that's Because if you looked up to like, uh, yeah. Every time I smoke a cigar. Lab, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really loved Anthony Hopkins and I tried to do what he did and I just wasn't received as well. It's a real shame. But, but, but why is that? Because there has to be a certain element of her character which allows her to, to in that period of time, to get away with it. And what is that? Is that because it's she... reinforced by the boys in the movie thinking it's yes. cool? Yeah, it's reinforced by guys saying she's a milf. It's reinforced by um... it's always men. It's always men reinforcing it. Holy shit! You fuck. That sucks. Just you... something to think about. I'm no. thinking about it. Unpacked it. I'm thinking about it. You've unpacked it, and I feel like a douchebag. Because <laughs> if she was bags. smoking a cigar, and then a b- bunch of boys came in and were like, "Old hag," it would just it be would different. change it. Yeah. yeah. That is exact. I've never thought about it that way. It, that's exactly what I it is. It's all about who has that like authoritative voice about like what's okay. Mm-hmm. And that has famously been men then for, why for does so it, long, right? Yeah, but then I why guess. does it work in Sex and the City? Well, because they're if you all the men are reinforcing how hot and cool Samantha Jones is. No one on screen in Sex and the City comes on and says, "Hey, Samantha Jones, you're too much." That is so. It's like in Friends as well. In Friends, the guys can have casual sex. I thought about this. Joey is a player. Yeah, but the but the as Monica, um, Rachel, and Phoebe, they can't have. They don't have casual sex ever. No, and they're all all constant constantly being like attached to whoever they're sleeping with. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I've never thought about it that way. It's yeah. That is insane. So your show is all about breaking down that sort of situation and understanding it. Yeah. And and so and like I I still truly genuinely believe in the promise of Samantha Jones. I I I hope that that one day. And I think with with years you stop caring about not be, the the stuff not being perceived. Like ten years ago, I would have cared so much more yeah. if someone thought shame me. Whereas now I don't give. That's a shit. one of the most freeing things when you're yeah. like, actually, who gives a fuck yeah. what anyone thinks? It's, it's like I'll pay for dinner. I yeah. don't I don't care what anyone yeah. says. I always say that accepting accepting is like once you and it's it's like a. I remember I dated a girl when I was 16 years old. I was so in love with her. She really didn't love me. And I became way more needy. It's the same girl that when she broke up with me, I begged. I got on my knees and begged. I said, please don't break up with me. And oh. she still you cried on her plimsolls. Yeah, I cried well. and my tears dropped on her plimsolls. I could see my, my teardrops on her grey plimsolls. They should make an opera. Is that, yeah. That. <laughs> what? Christ. Is that an Arctic Monkey song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write about you. <laughs> um... Where was I going with that point? I was, I was, oh, oh, that's it. And then what I did is I, 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 I mean, honestly, I was pathetic for about a year. Oh God, I love her. Like what's going, all of my friends, I honestly would like, please shut the fuck up. This is like too much now. (laughs) And after a year, it was like a light switch. And I was like, oh my God, I don't care anymore. And oh my god, up, it's wonderful! I remember running up to my friends, going, "Guys, I don't care." And they're like, "Oh my god!" I like get it. And I was like, "No, no, but you don't understand." I don't like, stop touching me with that finger. It's really uh, fucking why awesome. are you drooling <laughs> yeah. all the time? And then they were like, you, "And they're like, no." They're, I was like, "Ask me, ask me if I care." And they're like, "Do you care?" I was like, "I don't care." But it's an amazing moment where you oh, acceptance, yeah. right? Yeah. So you must have got to that moment, and then. And that's probably why with your show in Edinburgh, you can speak about it because you're in a place where you don't care. Yeah, I have, per- like, I have perspective. 
It just feels it feels like that galaxy brand meme where you're just like, I don't care. As a comedian, though, if you um, do you, you, the last thing you want to feel right is self-conscious on stage. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about a subject which you so you have to be comfortable in a space talking about something. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. Is that right? Yeah. And I think a lot of it is also making sure the audience knows that you're confident. So sometimes I will have Mm. to overdo my confidence to make sure that everyone is fine. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Hey, um, I really don't care. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I'll I'll do my material, and it will be completely different if it's like a lineup of a, multiple comics, and I'm doing 20 minutes, and no one in the audience knows who I am. I see people like shifting a little bit and being like, "Oh my god, is she okay, <laughs> guys? Is yeah, she okay? I'm okay. <laughs> yeah." Whereas if you bought a ticket to come see me, and you know that this is like my fourth show, and I've like been on tour, you kind of trust me to 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 know that I'm not saying things on stage accidentally, and I wrote them down. Um, so it will it will. It will because a lot, a lot of times people are like, oh God, oh sweetie, someone take her good microphone away. Do you know what I mean? That is, There's a lot of young people. In there, <laughs> must be. Uh, how long does it take you to write your show? When you, what is the writing process? Does it take you a year, two years? Do like what? Yeah, because of the because of the fringe cycle, yeah. it's usually it's a show a year. Have you have you completed it? Have you are you set ready to go? Ooh, I wouldn't say it's ready to go, but I hope to be ready by August. And it's only an hour. It's isn't in it? August, isn't it? So yeah, it, I mean, it, it I has to, to be. I hope to be ready when the show's on. Thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to find out. You need to buy a ticket. Yeah, uh, you, we, I, 100% we're going to buy tickets. We're gonna go. We should uh, We should actually, guys, We 100% we should go to Edinburgh. Let's all go. It'd be so <gasps> fun. It would be so much fun. We could do a shout out. Yeah, oh my God. We could yeah. do a shout out. Go again. It's us. And then you look that thing where you try and act not smug, but you are smug, where you sort of sit in the crowd and go, oh, they're talking about me. <laughs> yeah. um, do you get nervous though when you perform still or no? I think it, it it depends on the material that I'm doing, the audience. If I see a front row of all like 60 plus, I know it's going to be a tough one. <laughs> Does that sometimes Because then I'm like crying and I'm like telling the older women that I'm like, this is liberation. This is what you fought for. <laughs> Me talk about come for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be intense because actually... When you go and then you see the audience. Every time I, I hear come, sir, I just think more precious than gold. <laughs> well, when I came in my, when I came and then just, what? you know, I watched it and then I, I came. Oh, you came in your pants. Yeah, no, no, I know. Just, uh, no, People know. study Tantra for years to do what you did. Yeah, yeah, you're actually like some sort of Zen master. You'd... Have you ever done Tantra? <clears throat> no. Oh my God, wait, are you going to talk Have about... you? Oh my God. What? What is One of mean? the greatest experiences of my life. I, uh... Uh, I, it's someone, I, 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 someone basically said, uh, to me, have you ever done tantra sex? And I said, no, I've done this before. And they said, okay, well, you're going to experience this. And I went, okay, great. And so they said, just lie on your front. So I was like, okay, naked. So I lay on my front naked and they, they got my, uh, penis and they put it down between my legs. Like it was a tail, <laughs> like it's a tail, you know, so you're lying on your front and your penis is coming down like it's a tail. I can't believe I'm saying this story. Anyway, they then lubed up their hands. And the only way I can describe it is like, it's like they, it's like they pretended my penis, they were pulling up a well. <laughs> like, like that. They were pulling up a well. Pulling a rope like a magician well. pulling yeah, handkerchiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, putting yeah. handkerchiefs on my penis. Honestly, I levitated. I was, it was the most phenomenal feeling I have ever felt in my entire life. I don't know what happened. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You should try it. <laughs> 
I feel like I'm experiencing it now. Mm. It was, I don't know what it was. It was, um, it was this insane experience. I don't, it, it felt like. It's got to bend your dick in quite a weird. No, I, I, it sort of didn't. It sort of works, yeah. Yeah, it sort of works. Very interesting. And I levitated. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> I, I became Michael Jackson. My legs were shaking so much. So you, you can come without your hands free coming and you can fly. You're pretty much <laughs> some weird Superman. Yeah, it was pretty insane. Anyway, back to your... What, what are you I thinking? can't top that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Of course you can. My comedy will make you levitate. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So you, you you just don't you don't get nervous really apart from left unless the crowd you don't get nervous about what you're saying if it's new material i do but if it's stuff that i know has worked in other rooms i will be more more concerned with if, if the audience members are of a demographic that i don't think will enjoy what i have to say also i i also admire like edinburgh because and i i admire the comedy circuit so much because i feel like it's the not the only one but there's rarely another circuit or industry where people support each other so much. Normally you're quite competitive. Like, you know, if you go to sports teams or business or modeling or music, everyone's quite competitive. And comedians are just supportive. Oh my God, go and watch their show. They're incredible. Go and buy this ticket to that. You've got to go and see them. They're so good. Or, or, or am I being naive to that well i've never been in a different world but i know for a fact that like everyone gets into comedy because they are themselves comedy nerds so for me the enjoyment of edinburgh is more so watching other people's shows than performing my own because it's like a concentration of my favorite art form mm. all in one place so like the fan in you is so strong wow. that it's almost stronger than the comedian in you and i think we underestimate how accessible comedy is and is an art form like people will go take a like take a pun on a band or go watch opera, right? But opera is so much less accessible than comedy. Comedy is just a person speaking into a microphone. Mm. Like you, I think there, there's like the barrier to entry as a new audience member of the, of the art form of comedy is so much lower. Cause you're like, oh, they're talking about life experiences. I have those. Do you know what I mean? There's also, I don't believe, and people can maybe argue differently, but personally, I don't think there's anything more expressive than comedy in terms of your own you can, yeah, music, maybe you can talk about your feet. But comedy, because it's an hour, let's say, it's typically, you know, a set yeah. like an hour long. There's nothing quite like that art form where you can really express what you feel yeah. and you believe and your views and you're this and you're that. There's nothing else like it. And so there's no, like, the, with music, it's like gone through the interpretation of music, but this is raw. This is like, yes. I'm feeling it and that's how you're getting it. Yes. And you're just, you're just a, a person on a stage with a microphone. Yeah. You haven't had edits or tweaks or ups or downs or moments or things like that. You're just saying, holy shit, here I am, as you said, raw as you can be. Is that why you love it, do you think? Yeah, it's so immediate. And that's like, whenever you go into any other aspect of the industry, you're almost frustrated with how many middlemen there are 
the fact that you need to write a script and that script needs to be edited and then that needs to be filmed. And like, in a way, obviously that's a high, higher production, cooler thing, but the immediacy of I had a thought and all I need to do is mm. just say it into a microphone is so satisfying and you get so spoiled by it. Yeah. That is, it, it, there's no buttons to press. No, there's no things to build. And you know, okay, what, what did you study at university again? What was computer it? Computer science. Computer science. Nice. So she knows about buttons. <laughs> you know. And there's about, one you know in about, your butt. Yeah, you know about buttons, Oh, buddy. there's one in your butt. So do you write a lot of stuff then for, for shows and things like that? For, as in? Do you do script writing? Yes, yes. It's, which is a different. But that's different because also you, I don't think you get, uh, you don't get the satisfaction or validation as much. No. You write and you go, this is going to be so funny. And then one you, day. And then, yeah, can, yeah. and then you give it to someone else and then they murder it. You're like, well, that's not how it was meant to be. If it ever sees the light of day. Right. Like, <laughs> I think you just get so spoiled by the immediacy, immediacy of stand up that yeah. like all you do is have a thought, go on stage, say it out loud. You don't need to think of a note that expresses it or a color that expresses it. Nothing. There's, it's just, what it what it, the way that it came to your mind mm. i always find with comedians it's there's so much pressure on um you guys because we talk about this before like doing things like pointless right pointless right. celebrities like we said before oh what a segue did you see oh, you that? Like that do you hear that you like that you like that segue holy smoke did you oh my god let's get a segue siren on Sit guys just get ready for this <laughs> baby <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going that way. The next minute, we're going this way. Oh, damn. It goes up and down wherever you want. Here we go. Just like my penis. Yeah, yeah. You bend that back and then you levitate. Sorry, is this a top-rated tour of a smaller European city? Because that's a segue. <laughs> So pointless celebrity. <laughs> I'd love it if you just didn't mention no, it. No, My point was, it, it actually, the segue did work because um, as a, I, you, when I go on shows, like I did House of Cards, you've done that before. I did it yesterday. House of Games. House of Games. Yeah. Uh, but with House of Games or 8 out of 10 Cats or whatever it is, I go on as, I suppose, uh, that bloke who's on TV shows, right? Mm -hmm. And so I have the um, slack of not having to be the funny. The man with, whose mouth is full of saliva. Oh my God, I know, just, just swallowing. <laughs> I have the slack. Slack. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> but I have the slack of not having to be funny. I can just be whatever. And, oh, and But I want to be funny, right? But right. I don't have the pressure. As a comedian, you're meant to be funny. It's like, come on, be funny. Because mm -hmm. you're a comedian. Do you feel that pressure or no? I feel that pressure on shows like Mark the Week, right? Oh yeah, cool. Whereas like you are expected to be funny. Mm. If it's House of Games or it's Pointless... I mean, maybe they're expecting me to be funny, but I'm there to win. <laughs> so, so you go, you go straight in with like, yeah, no, tough luck is, for we're anyone around. This is this looking is, this, for a laugh. <laughs> we're not fucking around. This is big. Yeah, I know. I'm here to show off my general knowledge and take names. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is purely just to go straight for the kill. Yeah, and I think sometimes even producers will be like, "This is this is the celebrity edition, you guys. Like, keep have it fun, light, have fun." Have fun. <laughs> I'm just like, "You're like, fuck no. shut up." Because yeah. we we did um, <laughs> pointless celebrities. How far did you get in it? Ah, uh, we won. Shut up. Four pointless answers. Don't worry about it. Get out Don't of town. Worry. Four pointless answers. You're talking shit. No ways you did. Four. Four. Count them. It's on TV, I, I, so she wouldn't yeah. lie about it. Who are you with? My friend Chloe Petz. Chloe Petz. Okay. And you got getting a pointless answer is um, rare. Is like coming. Is like coming. Yeah. Is like coming. Yeah. So you got four pointless answers. Mm -hmm. We didn't even get one, Mitt. But we got down to the last round. 
we got proud one of answer that was <laughs> I'm proud like of us too. three and then one that was one. No, we got one that was one and one that was one as well. Oh, okay. What were the countries? Because you said there was Olympic gold medals, right? Yeah. The question was, is what countries have only ever won one Olympic gold medal? And you said. And we were going, oh I God, said, what did we pick? I carried you in that. You carried me massively. Yeah. Uh, I can't Into remember. losing. Yeah. Into losing. No, <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah. no, he said the right pointless answer. You said Switzerland and I and I diverted you away from it. Oh, I don't know. And then we said Kenya, I think it was. It was I think a it long was, time ago. I think it was Kenya. Um, so, what, so you won the full thing. Mm-hmm. Holy did, oh, shit! Did you get a trophy. Yeah, it's very small. Oh, is it? But you got. Shame. So, what was your pointless answer in the end then? So the we had a category that was Premier League players, and Chloe is in, in like a just a supreme football nerd. So I didn't get any of the of the last three, but she was incredible. It was like you had to name players. What? That's so in, niche. In very specific like Premier League teams, like 2011, 2012. <laughs> apparently, yeah. apparently they got a phone call before to talk about topics. We didn't get that. What the I think because I know what it is because we were reality stars going on it. So they're like, right, we're going to make them look stupid. <laughs> I, I think it was, it was also. And you got to the end. Yeah, but I think it was also at the time oh, where we, when we did it, they called it pointless celebrities. As they were like, these guys were pointless celebrities. Oh, I think, I think, oh is, that, is that not what it's called generally? No, sure. it's called pointless. No, and then celebrity, celebrity version. No, they, they. I think at the beginning they thought it was a joke, and then they thought it was too mean. But we were in the time when they didn't think it was too mean. They just were like, no, these guys are pointless celebrities. Oh lord. <laughs> yeah, and so we were I all still, like, you know, who's a pointless celebrity? <laughs> Richard Osman. There yeah, I said it. There you go. No, please have me back. Yeah, yeah, we love you, Richard. <laughs> God, he sold so many books, by the way. Oh yeah. His his Thursday's Thursday's Murder Club has so sold over four point two million copies. The man is an empire in the UK alone. That's wild, and it's translated <laughs> into a bunch of languages, isn't it? No, we is... should write a book. Should we write a book? I yeah. Well, if it. we were going to no. write a book, the boy what... with saliva in his mouth. <laughs> oh, what would happen to that boy? I, I think he maybe got bullied, but then at the end, like something something happened at the school that where like it was on fire, and the only way yeah. to put out the fire was all the saliva in your mouth, and then everybody was your best friend. I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna go different. Please? I'm gonna go a bit darker. Okay. He um he did loads of great things. He he went around putting out fires. He went around like um solving uh solving. Um, he went around you know, giving water, giving saliva to me, but they use it as water. He just saved the world. But then what happened well, was... Really begrudgingly, like, yeah, yeah, cheers, No, mate. but then what happened was, is he was then uh, on a trek somewhere and he tripped over and hurt his leg <gasps> and he couldn't get up. And because of the salivating, he drowned in his own saliva. No! Yeah. And I the book is called him. Spit or My, Swallow. Yeah, uh, when, <laughs> when is your... When is 12 your, million copies sold. 12 million <laughs> copies sold. Uh, when is your uh, show? So when it, what dates the Edinburgh show? It's every day at the Edinburgh Fringe. So it is every no day. No days off. Oh, every let's day. go. Every day. Let's go. Are you going to be out at night getting drunk? Yeah. All right. No, 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 you're not. You're yes, gonna... I will. Of course. Come on. Are you I, love to, I love a bit of partying. Me? I love a bit of uh, partying. No partying. <laughs> yeah. I like those parties. <laughs> yeah. I like a bit of uh, lager or beer in the evening. <laughs> do you do it? So you... Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, drink, 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 drink. <laughs> so you're going to get pissed and then go and do the show the next day. Yeah, but the show's at like 7.30 p.m. Yeah, that's still tough, though. Quite nice being a little bit, like... A drunk. little buzzed? A little buzzed. No, it's bad, I think. Really? It is bad. Oh, I can't... Is, I can Because I think what happens is even if you're ever so slightly drunk, even if you don't feel that drunk, your timing is just ever uh, so yeah. slightly off. Yeah. And timing is everything, <laughs> yeah. baby. It actually is. Like, like, it, like... Oh, uh, Unless everyone else is drunk and then they're on your time. 
No, because you think you're going yeah. to be. You need to have one <laughs> yeah, shot. Yeah. Everybody's one yeah. shot in. Are you all on five shots? Okay. Great. <laughs> no, but you have to because uh, what the alcohol gives you is confidence, right? Or some, like fake confidence. And then when you get fake confidence, you think you're funnier at certain times, but actually the show that you've written is way funnier than the improv that you can probably yes. do. Mm -hmm. And the improv is defined to like a needle point where it's perfect. Yeah. Where your improv is not defined, like no. refined, defined, refined. So actually being drunk is a bad thing. Are, are there any like famously drunk um, comics, comedians? That yeah. Just get... I mean, everyone yeah. in the 80s. It's like a, really? Yeah. They were on stage hammered. Who was that guy who died on stage? Oh God! Who died I on die stage? on stage every night, baby. <laughs> Come on, Tommy, Tommy Cooper. To Tommy, Tommy Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, did he die on stage? Tommy Cooper had a heart attack on stage and died, and they all oh. thought he was joking, so they all laughed. <gasps> it's the final, like, sort of. A... Oh God! <laughs> That's the final yeah. gag. And do you know how? He, did he? I think he died in his own saliva. No, I'm joking. I, I was. I got, <laughs> I got, I got, he gagged I, on his own spit. You, you laugh oh, about it, but this is probably something that he he really like ruminates and freaks out about shit. So you definitely have you spoken to your doctor yet? Uh, no, but I've organised an appointment. I fucking yeah. no way. Like, I get over it. I have health anxiety. Get He'll over be it. freaking out. Oh, about I'm dying. sorry. I'm sorry that you don't. You know, you I don't drink fucking steroids. Steroid you can't be green open juice. sexually, and I can. Hey, put a finger up my bum. <laughs> okay. push, push my button. Maybe I will. Push the button. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna All push right. your button. Come on, then, you prude. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it right now. All right. Okay. Why, why do a special okay. segment at Fringe. You can come and finger me on stage, and we'll show how comfortable we are with each other's assholes. Um, for charity. For charity. For charity. Did you actually know that after Tommy Cooper died, they actually found a rat was m moving him around uh, in his fez? <laughs> Ratter. I can't think of anything. That... <laughs> you were trying to. Yeah, it's like somewhere there. Just <laughs> laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Olga, I want to say, uh, firstly, I, I can't wait to come to your show. Thank you yeah, so much. And, and I think anyone who is listening to this podcast, if you are going to Edinburgh, go and check out your show. Where can we get tickets? On your website? Where can we do it? At The Fringe? Can we get buy pre-order? On The Fringe website. So we can pre-order right now? Yeah, it's, um, it's going to be at Monkey Barrel. It's called Just Friends. And I promise you it'll be the time of your life. Monkey Barrel, good, good theater. Good, yeah. good place. Great. <laughs> She's like, nah, shit. Monkey Barrel <laughs> rocks. Monkey Barrel is like the best comedy club in the country. Uh, what, can we ask what time you're on? I think it's 7.35. That's great. You've Come already, on. You've already got your set time. Or 745. I'm not that's sure. That's amazing. Oh, God. I don't know. But we'll find out. Get there for 630. Have yeah. a few drinks. And we'll hang not out. Too many. And we'll hang out. Um, listen, I want to say a big thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank it is so always fun. such a joy. I love it so much. Sorry, I was salivating and rambling a lot today. <laughs> thank you for um, telling me that we can be open sexually. Always. Always, right? It's a comfortable space. Thank you so much for having me. Um, what we, anything else, we can go and check out your Instagram. We can go and check out all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, we're going to see you in Edinburgh. But what we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational. And to all your listeners, I'd like to say, always treat leopard as a neutral. Okay. This is black, white, red denim. Leopard is a neutral. Okay. Great profound. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody will see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>
like finishing a, an episode or something or like a yeah. they just put like music on and like the presenters just chat but you can't quite make out what they're saying they're like oh yeah, yeah. they do that yeah. yeah what are they saying do you think oh that was a they're shit episode going, like, fucking hey you, <laughs> you look so stupid in that but let's fuck later <laughs> you like the f word at the moment a lot of swearing a lot of swearing summer's here i'm <laughs> you're whoa, feeling it i'm yeah, feeling pumped come on baby I'm drinking again I'm, there we go mm, i'm wearing a tracksuit top <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm ready <laughs> Quite when, Jimmy when, Savile vibes. When Olga You're, said, you definitely look like someone that's had a threesome. I was like, because I'm wearing this fucking tracksuit. Oh, there's the F word again. Yeah, I don't care. I don't fucking care. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye sponsorship. Goodbye partnerships. <laughs> Goodbye, my lover. Um, okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune into our bonus episodes on Wednesday. We're going to read out loads of your comments. We want to hear from you because we just simply adore you, to be honest. That is true. That's just me being real. All right. Our private okay. podcast. Name one of the fans that you adore. Uh, Tom you... Lucy. No, he's been a, he's on the show. Um, a listener. Uh, Do you know any of their Sarah. names? Sarah. Do you know any of their names? Sarah Freeman. From where? Leicester. <laughs> Leinster. They're from Leinster. Yeah. She's from Leinster. She's from Planet Earth. She's, <laughs> she's from Planet Earth. She's global. She's uh, from uh, Planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot to say this. I did uh, House of Games. Yeah. When you did and uh, I said it. on the episode. And one of the things was trying to find out the Greek god. Yeah. And I said, oh, that's Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> you silly bugger. Uh, hey, everyone. Ready to run into our um, Instagram, our private podcast, and tell everyone about this. We love you. We'll see you on Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.